0: Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country. A loaded show to you to, for you today brought to you by Mid-America <laughs> RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. As I said, a loaded show today. We're going to talk Urban Meyer. We're going to talk Chiefs Chargers. College football recruiting will never be the same. And it's also, it's almost Christmas season. It is Christmas season. We're going to do a Christmas movie draft. I'm a little bit... I, I'm confident in this one. I don't know how many movies you've seen. Big Country. I'm sorry, just, <laughs> that is not your strength. I did not say, "Hey, let's make a podcast because of how many movies you watch."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be the the film history buff. No, not this guy. Not
0: even like some of the recent movies. What well, was it yesterday? I was like, "Have you seen Office Space?" And you're like, "No, I have not seen Office Space." That's yet. not a, when that movie come out. Uh, late '90s, early 2000s. Cool. So I was two. Early
1: 1997. Do- yeah, uh-huh.
0: but like, okay, let's say
1: early two thousands, I'm six. six. Like, my mom got office yeah. space playing for her Here's oldest. Here's the crazy child. thing
0: about movies, though: you can still watch them later.
1: <laughs> I don't have anyone to tell me that's a good movie to watch. That, that's a fair know. point.
0: I have no arguments now. I need to go watch some movies. the crazy thing is I I don't want to speak for you. You think I'm a really funny person? A lot of times, I just speak in movie quotes. You probably just think I come up with that shit. Like the scene where they're beating the printer up. Like you. You know that. Oh, my God. He's shaking his head now. So I'm going to win that draft probably. But we're <laughs> going to do that today in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, but also, last night, huge news broke. And that is the firing of Urban Meyer, which should have happened months ago. Honestly, like he, he shouldn't have been hired in that role. Yeah. But he was. But he does finally get fired. And I think the straw that broke the camel's back here was the kicker, Lambeau, coming out and saying that Urban Meyer had Alleged that Urban Meyer said, Hey, dipshit, make all your fucking kicks today, (laughs) and then kicked him in the hamstring. And that news comes out yesterday afternoon, and then Khan finally fires him. I will say, I planned on talking about this today, and I saw you tweeting about it too. I have a little bit of a hard time. I know Urban Meyer is a piece of shit human being. I have a hard time believing that is exactly the way that went down. Yeah. Like, I think that all probably happened. I think tone really matters when you're retelling a story. And I, again, I think Urban Meyer is probably a piece of shit. I don't actually know him, but I've seen the videos. Yep. He probably walked up to Josh Lambeau and was like, hey, dipshit, make sure you make your kicks today. I would assume in like a somewhat friendly manner.
1: Like this is his way of trying to like connect with the kicker and the kicker's like, hey, fuck you. Don't ever <laughs> kick me again.
0: Right? I don't know if you know this about me. I don't have a personality worse than humor, But I don't know. It's Urban Meyer, so... I will say everything with an alleged. It just—it seems like if you would do that to an actual another person, you are a giant piece of shit. Oh yeah, and especially which could be true. If your
1: response is, "I'm the head football coach,
0: yeah, well, I can pretty much just do coach whatever here. I want." Yeah, like, dude, get out of here. Uh-huh. But either way, even before the Josh Lambeau stuff, he should have been gone.
1: Oh yeah, I mean the hiring of the like—you bring in Tim Tebow, like a uh, red flag. Yeah the weightlifting coach that you hired out of what was a Iowa, Iowa state mm-hmm. or yeah, Iowa, excuse me, uh, all the racist remarks he had made. And you're just deciding to overlook that and hire him into the best company in the world. Of and to go football. full Dave
0: Chappelle, like, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, okay. Then he's Everybody fired. And then you get into, you know, the season and just nothing looks good. And like the Tom of article that was published last week, The one that really got me is when you have a rookie quarterback has to come to the sideline and ask, where's James Robinson? Like, why am I hitting the ball off to Carlos Hyde? Mm -hmm. Because I guess James Robinson had the fumble earlier in the game or whatnot. And so after that, he was just pretty much... Oh, yes. I did see that. And so... You know They play the entire first half, and Trevor comes over, and he's like, hey, like, why is James not coming back in the game?
0: And Urban was like, oh, I guess we'll put him in now because yeah. you're asking about and it. And he put out some uh quotes even as like, oh, I'm not in charge of how often the running backs play or things like that. He had one last week, too, about Andre Sisco, mm-hmm. the rookie free safety. And he was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Cisco's getting more playing time. I haven't really monitored that, but it feels like he's playing more. Something like that. Yeah. He plays zero defensive snaps. A zero. Yeah. Like- <laughs> How unaware of you are as like how unaware are you as a coach? I get it. Sometimes like, yeah, it's probably not the head coach's responsibility or he's trusting the position group coach to handle that. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you probably gotta keep tabs on everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Especially to, like a good running back getting carries and being in the game.
1: Yeah, and the fact that he's their best offensive player who's developed and can make an impact in the game, and you're like, nah, Carlos Hyde. Right. I think in the article it was you know Carlos Hyde was a, you know, went to Ohio State so he's like there's a relation between Urban and him so Urban's like pick right him because of that and it's just that's a weird dynamic that you can't bring into the NFL like once you hit the NFL like I feel like you have got to move past
0: that yeah you just play the best player yeah it doesn't you don't make those promises of like yeah you can start here at Ohio State you can't do that <laughs> not in the NFL especially when you're no offense the Jaguars.
1: I mean, seriously,
0: like Andy Reed can probably make those promises to some people and it would be okay. If you're the Jaguars, you have to play the best available player. doesn't matter where they went to school, how old they are, whatever it is. You got to pay, play these guys. And I mean, also looking at Urban Meyer, though, I think the thing that should have got him fired was the way that he was treating his coaches. Like if any of that is true. That's, uh, that's awful. How, why would you want to work for that, man?
1: I mean, that's worse than uh, the guy who's coaching at the Browns on the Hard Knocks. His name's slipping my mind right now. Uh, Hugh Jackson? <clears throat> yes. When you yeah. see the interview and it's like, uh, actually, like, I'm the head coach. We're going to run things the way I want to run them. When you have your own team, you can do this. And it was like, yeah. uh, Todd Haley. I'm the sitting, one in
0: the big boy chair or whatever it was. Yeah,
1: and said. Todd Haley's sitting there like, I've been in that chair before and you're doing an awful job. I did a bad job, but I know yeah. you're doing
0: a really bad job. It was job. Todd Haley and Greg Williams at the time. Like two pretty respected coordinators.
1: But, like, what an awful trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: the personalities, there's no Looking way that works. I got it now. Yeah. That's like a, a movie character set. Like, oh, who's really bad at their job and maybe a little bit crazy?
1: That's like a skid okay, on like, how can we ruin the Cleveland Browns? Let's hire these three guys and make the, the weaker, I don't know, personality one, the head coach, to lead these two strong yeah. personalities. Not going to work. Right. And is Greg Williams still in the NFL? Is who? Craig Williams. Greg Williams. Greg Craig, I don't know if I think I think you up. said
0: Craig. Uh I don't I don't know. I know there I mean I wonder what role he's playing in this new movie that's coming out though. I oh, meant to talk about that movie. a little bit yesterday, but we had, we had a long show yesterday. Isn't it weird that they're making this like feel good Sean Payton movie over like, oh man, you're suspended from the league. Come coach your kid. Did you can talk about why he's suspended? <laughs> Because this defensive coordinator was paying people to go hurt other NFL players. We don't mention that in this little Disney-type movie.
1: (laughs) Not at all. Kevin James, go build a relationship with your son who sucks at football. Awesome. (laughs) That movie's going to be so bad. It is. I'm probably going to watch it, though. I'm going to watch both of them just so I can
0: You know, I said that about Space Jam 2. It's like, yeah, it looks looks bad, but I'll probably watch it just to say that I did. I still haven't watched Space Jam 2. I haven't either. So I don't, I don't even, this Kevin James, Sean Payton movie, I had high hopes for it when I thought it was going to be like a serious movie. Mm -hmm. Now that I know what it is, it's, it just looks so bad. Yep. I don't even know if I want to expose my children to that. I wouldn't. It's neglect.
1: You're going to sit there and try and lie to them about who Sean Payton is.
0: Yeah. Pull the Dwayne Wade. I'm going to lie to you and whatever. (laughs) Uh, But with Urban Meyer, I I do wonder, and a lot of people are asking the question (laughs) today, what's next for this dude? And honestly, I don't, I don't know. And what sucks, I actually liked him on TV. I didn't buy buy into the bullshit of like the the leadership and character stuff (laughs) that he was trying to come out as. But I did like his X's and O's and his ability to look into the game. And honestly, I started to watch Fox's pregame show for college football a little bit more, the big noon kickoff. And then they brought in Clay Travis, and I immediately said no. Immediately no. Yeah. I've seen what I need to see. I didn't watch a second of it this year. You're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was me and Clay Travis. I just I don't but, like him. I I don't like his opinions on sports even. But I for Urban Meyer, he's not going back to the NFL. Nobody else is gonna give him a shot. I don't know if he's going to go back to college. The crazy thing is we've seen most of these jobs filled already.
1: But I mean even right now I don't think there's I mean, never say never, I guess, but it would be really tough for a college to bring in Urban Meyer right now with everything else. For time. sure. Like, it's just such a distraction. There's no positivity to that whatsoever. Like, I don't think it would be a positive impact for anybody, players, university, even him and his family. It's just not, not good, good at all. And for what he does after this, frankly, I don't care. I'm kind of done with Urban Meyer. I was yeah. done with him when he left Ohio State. Like, Ryan you know, somebody left over.
0: us a poor review. On Apple Podcasts because they said that I hated Urban Meyer too much.
1: What, well, bub? Why don't you join social you media and, and look at everybody a else? Now? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I was fucking right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had so, not seen that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. find that after.
0: I'm yeah, be like, hey, they, please it, fix it. The review was even like, a great show, but your hate for Urban Meyer comes through too strong. Well, I hate bad people. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't like douchebags. mm Hmm. Yeah,
1: and that's like, what I tweeted last night. The moment I saw it, because like that was another thing. Like it broke like eleven o'clock last night. It was just casually Adam Schefter like, "Hey, uh, Urban Meyer has been let go. Has not made it a full year with the Jacksonville Jaguars." And you read the tweet, and you're just like, "Wait, what? Like, is this real?" Adam Schefter? Am I you know? Am I getting fooled right now? Nope. Sure enough, it is. But if you're Jacksonville, though, do you sit here and look at this as a team and wonder if they pick up a couple wins and kind of ruin their draft status moving forward?
0: I don't know. That's a pretty bad team. I didn't see who the interim coach was either. Not that that's like a great coaching staff that they have in Jacksonville. (laughs) Yeah. But I I wouldn't assume that they're going to win out many games here. I I think they're pretty solid. I I bet they're picking number three, number two, or number three in the draft. I think the team that could ruin theirs is the Lions. Like, I could see them rallying around Dan Campbell. But I mean, that's a bad team too, though. You think they're picking up any wins? I think they could get a win or two. Which would really, I mean, right now they're picking number one. Yeah, you get one or two wins, that's putting you back to you know maybe six or seven even with as bad as some of these teams are. (laughs) But it is, it's going to be crazy. And what's next for the Jaguars? I there are a lot of good coaching candidates out there, and I said it a couple weeks ago, and I think it's coming back. It's it's really firing up. It's Eric Bieniemy season. Everybody everybody going to be rumored to Eric Bieniemy now. Whether you like it or not, as a Chiefs fan, and we'll see what happens. We'll see if he gets his opportunity this year. I saw somebody tweeting one of the many, many tweet notifications that I have turned on that the Jaguars were looking heavily at Eric Bieniemy last year.
1: Yeah, it's I just I like Eric Bieniemy. I mean, he's you know the assistant coach. He's the offensive coordinator for the Kansas State Chiefs. He's had a ton of interviews. I don't. Know, it just it makes you wonder at this point. Like, if nobody else is hiring you, like, do you want to go to Jacksonville?
0: Yeah, yeah I is mean, that like
1: the spot? That's going to be a thing where like you're not walking into any structure at all, and it's right. going to be hard to get anything built and built fast enough and strong enough to sustain anything going on in the NFL as a first year head coach. Now, maybe he is ready for that after being a kid in Kansas City. Maybe two years ago when he was going through these initial interviews, he wasn't, but now maybe he is. He's got more of a grasp on the offense. I think we can all agree that he's been a part of the play calling this year because it hasn't looked good at times, but it has gotten better. So I feel like we can all look at that and go, like, yeah, this is Eric Bainey kind of working out the kinks of how uh-huh. to call an offense.
0: Yeah. So, and I think one thing that's really important when these guys start interviewing for jobs is a lot of times the GMs or the owners want to know who you bring bringing with you. Yeah. And I wonder if that is maybe even something that's held Bainey back, that he doesn't have a lot of guys to be like, oh, yeah, I'm bringing – Kafka to be my o c it's like no you're not he's going to stay in Kansas City
1: yeah he's going to be the o c <laughs> and probably the future head coach of the Kansas City chiefs
0: right, so i mean i I wonder if that's part of it too there I mean, you and I have both heard he does not interview well, uh, which I just for these jobs
1: i re- honestly I just don't believe that really I can, no because like you see him do all these press conferences and stuff like that, and he speaks so well and he 's so energized, and, I mean he might be kind of bland in like some of his answers from time to time, but, like, I mean, that's Andy Reid's the same way. You no, know I, I think there's like, a
0: big difference, though, between doing a press conference and interviewing for a job, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, but where I was going with it, though, is, like, I mean, there are times where you hear bien talk, and, like, he just gives a side of, like, what he's communicating with the players, and you hear that, and it's, like, you got, like, a fan base riling behind, like, that little blip that you just said in this press conference. How do you not have any of those moments in an interview? Yeah. And, like, and I'm not trying to bring in like anything else with it. I just sit there and look at it. I was like, interview terms, and like you said, you know, there's a difference between a professional interview and a press conference type of interview. But just looking at that, I feel like it would be tough to see him change that much in a professional setting to where his message or motive as a head coach doesn't come across in a positive manner.
0: Yeah, well, I also think a lot of what the head coach is responsible for is that day-in, day-out stuff, though. I don't know that a lot of people would even really care about the X's and O's like, hey, talk me through your offense, which I don't even know how much of that offense he can talk through. (laughs) I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm not the biggest Chiefs fan in the world. I'm a bandwagoner. I know it. I I don't know how much of that offense he's responsible for. I've heard
1: before that he's responsible for the game plans. But in terms of the actual play calling, I think that has been Andy Reid up until this year. Yeah. Oh, I I,
0: I 100% believe that. And I still think that Big Red influences a lot of the play calls. Yeah. Even if he's not like calling the exact play, he would probably be like, "Yeah, we're throwing the ball in this situation." Yeah. Call call pass play. <laughs> <laughs> he's one. getting in the headset. He's like, "Don't you fucking run the ball right now? You know we don't do that here. I don't run the first football. and
1: ten. We so, do not run
0: second. Mm-hmm. Second eleven. Absolutely, we will run." And Andy Reid always has a good offense. But man, you look back at some of those coaches that he's had: Doug Peterson, Nagy. Now, yeah. the enemy. It's like, how responsible were you? Mm. Kind of crazy that Doug Peterson doesn't have a job. He's a, he's a guy that needs mention for. Yeah. I don't think every job in the NFL. He's a Super Bowl winning coach, and did it with <laughs> Nick Foles. Like, so he should be probably at the top of the list. That's a very. I, solid I keep point. seeing Jim Caldwell's name out there too. I have recently as well. Did I miss something with Jim Caldwell? I was about to ask, <laughs> to ask you that, <laughs> Mister Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand.
1: It is crazy how sometimes like a name will come back up and everyone's like, Yeah, let's rally behind it. And it's uh-huh. like, wait, why are we rallying behind this?
0: Yeah. Like, why are we running this way? It's like, oh, well, I don't know, everyone else was. So, uh yeah. I think I'm just gonna hold up. Because he second. did pretty well in Detroit with Calvin Johnson and Matt Stafford. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you should have. <laughs> how many playoff wins did you get? <laughs> so maybe he does need another chance. I don't know. But it is it's just weird that we'll look back at these guys and I saw Florio this morning tweeting that the first call the Jaguars should make is to Tony Dungy and to say, should we hire Tony Dungy? Do you want the head coach job? If not, who should we hire? That's another name where I'm like, why does he get so much credit?
1: I mean, Florio should just go kick rocks because that is just a stupid take. And you're only saying that because you're on the set with Dungy on NBC. Do you think Dungy really wants to go be a head coach or can right now? I feel like the dude on, and I mean this as respectfully as possible, struggles to get his analysis across on TV. I think he's one of the most overrated coaches in NFL history. I don't know coach wise because I missed all that and I think anything that he did in Indianapolis was because of Peyton Manning so I guess this is maybe me saying he's a little overrated Mm -hmm. but it's still one of those deals where I don't think I could see that guy going back into an NFL locker room and taking over. Like The respect's going to be there for a little bit but then his message is going to get dry because it's going to be old school football and these guys are way past that era of ball.
0: They got stale when he was like, young and coaching. You know? So, I, I don't know why. He had a good team with the Buccaneers, and I liked that team quite a bit. And then John Gruden comes in the next year and wins the Super Bowl. They improved at the quarterback position. He wins the Super Bowl. So, I will give him credit for what he did there in Tampa Bay. But then, with the Colts, you had Peyton Manning. You had a pretty good defense, too. Yeah,
1: and, like, you struggled for a while to kind of get anything going. And when you look yeah, at that
0: offense, the offense, there's three Hall of Famers, and you went oh, to easily three. I, I think there's four: Marvin yeah. Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Edron James, Peyton, Peyton Manning, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, and then uh, like Dallas Clark at tight end. Brandon Dallas Clark was good. No, but I mean okay. he was a good player. Yeah,
1: I forgot how like effective Dallas Clark was, and he was not a very big tight end.
0: No, he was like one of the first Iowa tight ends. Yeah. What I should, I say big as in like tall dude was a freaking brick though. Yeah, he was uh, a couple names that I had for that Jaguars job that I think will be popular. One of them, Eric Bieniemy. Uh I think Brian Dayball with the bills, who was a huge name last year. He could still be one this year. Uh, Josh McDaniels with the Patriots is a name that was really hot in the street a couple of years ago. I think he kind of ruined it with the way he left or, or didn't leave the way he didn't join the Colts. And then Byron Leftwich is a name that I definitely think needs to be sought after. If you're a yeah. head coach, he's done a great job under Bruce Arians. Probably get in on him before, you know, other teams do, I think.
1: Yeah, my one buddy who is a Jaguars fan, Trees, has brought up Kellen Moore from the Cowboys. Yeah,
0: yeah, I just don't see that one.
1: So I didn't either. And then like the A lot of he, people do, but... Like, the way he started explaining it was, like, you know, you look at Byron Leftwich in Tampa, and, like, him coming home would be awesome, but he's also had Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. So, like, how much credit... Does he get that? I mean, the same thing we look at with Eric B. I mean, you look at Kellen Moore, and it's like this. He's had like a top five offense the last
0: three years. Yeah, but even with that one, I
1: look at that. Like, that's the most talented offense in football. 100%. But also, one of those years was without Dak, and he was doing it with Ben DiNucci and Andy yeah. Dalton.
0: I, I still look at it, though. And you have a top five running back. You have a top yep. five offensive line. You have a top five receiving court. 100%. So, I don't I don't get the love with Kellen Moore. I didn't I either never, at first, never, Yeah. I, I definitely I one hundred percent think that he is probably a product of his surrounding.
1: Yeah. He's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna to need to go somewhere else just to prove it. But at the same time, he also I feel like I would just look at him like a coach, but like, I just wanna hit you. Like I just I just want he looks at someone he looks like someone I just want to throw something
0: at. Yeah, I mean he's the next Jason Garrett. One. Like I mean, look at Jason Garrett. People are like, "Oh my God, he did so many great things." <laughs> yeah, with <laughs> fucking great talent around him. And honestly, I think the same thing about all these uh, Chiefs offensive coordinators over the past couple of years. Yeah. Like, oh, you're telling me your offense was good? It was top eight in the league every year with Patrick Mahomes. I could do that job <laughs> under Andy Reid. Give me the title of offensive coordinator. I could have a top eight offense. You want to know why? Because they don't need an offensive coordinator. <laughs> Do I have, do I have Tyreek, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, your ass should be fired if you're not top five in offense. That's my take, though.
1: Yeah. I, I just want to be like, go do it. Today. Go be an offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Me too. Because <laughs> actually would be kind of cool. be like, ah,
0: shit, like my friend's offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, You know what? The DMs are open if the Chiefs want to hire me for that job. They might need a quarterback coordinator. It's whatever. The Chiefs the only job I would take in the NFL. And I'd have to work remotely from Joplin. I and leaving? <laughs> Good God. My, I, totally I, leave. I got roots in this town. I'm not leaving. But we do have the Chiefs and Chargers game tonight, which is very exciting. I know that it's a little bit watered down because there's so many players not playing in this game, yeah. which really sucks. And I know we were talking about it uh, yesterday. Even like, I want to see these matchups. I want to see Rashawn Slater versus Chris Jones. But it sounds like we're not going to see that Rashawn Slater officially out. Chris Jones probably out, but I don't think they've officially said it yet. But then also he's... guys like Willie Gay, Lejarius Sneed, and then who else on the Chargers? Like Austin Eckler is probably gonna be out. So they have it right now as Asante
1: Samuel Jr., Derwin James, and Austin Eckler are all questionable with Deshaun Slater or Rashawn Slater, excuse me, officially ruled out. For the Chiefs, it's Josh Gordon, Chris Jones, Legarius Sneed, and Willie Gay are all listed as out. And then Andrew Wiley is listed as questionable. who has been playing right tackle for them like the last three or four weeks.
0: Yeah, that is that is tough. But uh, Chiefs come in favored by three points in this one. They have been playing well. I'm, I'm pretty much back on the train after they demolished the Raiders. I think this will be a good test for them, but I think the Chiefs win. And, I mean, crazier, I think they cover tonight.
1: Ooh, I'm right there with you, though. I think... They are missing a lot of pieces here, but... (laughs) But so are the Chargers. (laughs) Exactly. So that's the thing. I mean, it all equals out pretty evenly if, like, let's say Derwin James and Austin Eckler, in fact, do not play.
0: I will say, yeah, if those guys don't play, neither fan base can make the excuse of, like, oh, yeah, but we were missing. Exactly. Like, just shut up. I'm going to tell you that right now before the game you can't complain about that.
1: And the thing is a lot of people are talking about Willie Gay being out, and I understand like that worry because he's the most athletic linebacker that you could trust to cover Austin Eckler. Right. Because Herbert just loves to dump the ball off at times because Kansas City is notorious for just leaving the middle of the field open and Austin Eckler's like, Thank you, I'll take this and four more yards. As they march all the way down the field and they hit him on a swing route, boom, tutty. I think though if they do play this game without Willie Gay and Austin Eckler is is playing, in, in playing fact, back. I think Dwayne O'Daniel needs to be out there just to cover Eckler. Because, and I know it's he risky. He not get out there much. He doesn't. And <laughs> I defense. know a lot of it is the old mentals of like, Dan, does he understand the concepts of the defense? He's been there four years. Surely at some point he understands enough to be like, yo, you see this kid over here? His name's Austin Eckler, the running back. Don't let him don't let get him anywhere if he catches the ball. And I think Dwayne O'Daniel's athletic enough to make those plays. I don't want him out there for key downs. I don't want, them out, I don't want him out there calling plays. That's not it. Just go out there and cover Eckler and force Herbert to sit there in the pocket and wait for things to develop downfield. Because even without a luxurious need, I think the Chiefs secondary has been good enough as of late to be good in coverage.
0: I think I'd feel more confident with Tyron Matthew on Eckler if they're going to run any kind of man. But
1: then I feel like that opens up you know, anything for like Keenan Allen or Mike Williams or some of these other guys that you know, yeah. the Chargers have where he could be a factor down the field, reading Herbert's eyes,
0: and said, "You got to focus on a running back." Mm-hmm. I just think Doriano Daniel's pretty actually bad at football.
1: I mean, he makes plays on special teams, but that's I would not like it. to see him on the field. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen: is a lot of like me included and fans of the Chiefs are gonna be like, "Doriano Daniel, Doriano Daniel, Doriano Daniel," want him out there, and they're gonna throw him out there. And he's going to fuck up and give up a touchdown. And we're all going to be like,
0: why the hell is he on the first field? Oh, exactly. It's like Juan Thornhill. Everybody called for Juan Thornhill. He comes back, doesn't play that well. And it's like, oh, maybe he puts Orange back out on the field.
1: Did you see uh, PFF tweeting yesterday? Uh, No, I don't. I I got on Twitter last night, and I just was going for them. I can't stand them. They tweeted something about Juan Hill making a difference to the chief's defense since he's been back playing like fully in his role the last couple weeks and he has been good. But <laughs> they put a picture of a shot fit in there. And it was like why? Like you tweeted this 5 hours ago. You have plenty of time to see this and fix it and you're not.
0: Yeah, it's like me when I put out a tweet with a typo in it. I'm like, nah, whatever. You get what I mean.
1: Yeah, and then there was another one. Where it was like, yo, George Kill's number one tight end in the league. I was like, shut yeah. up, the dude's been back for two fucking weeks. <laughs> yeah, look, let's say this one more time. Oh my god, he's hurt again. I love George Kittle. He's a very good athlete. Great tight end. Stay healthy the whole season. Like that's yeah. what separates you from being the best
0: tight end in the NFL. Can you be on the field? Answer. So especially this year with Kelsey yeah. kind of. It seems like he's having a down year. Actually, I haven't looked at his numbers, but he hasn't been as impactful
1: the last. Hey, couple I years. mean, it's tough because like the last five years, he's a thousand yards. I will say, and
0: Mark Andrews is making a run for it this year too, and he's been very good. He's another mm-hmm. guy, though. Like, you gotta stay healthy
1: the yep. whole year. And a lot of his have just been like, Lamar Jackson, like, fuck it, he's down there somewhere. And yeah, that's not taking anything
0: <laughs> away from Mark Andrews. It's just, oh, he yeah, is every quarterback has those. Definitely. All right, let's get to some of our sponsors, though. Uh, first one, Miners and Monroe. Go visit them at Pit- in Pittsburgh, Kansas, or online at minersandmonroe.com. Use code MIKEDUP10. Save yourself 10% off at checkout at minersandmonroe.
1: Great spot for Christmas gifts, that's for sure. Another spot for Christmas gifts, though, is going to be Gunspot for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week, and there's no hidden fees or convenience fees or anything wonky at the end of it that's going to cost you extra. The price that's listed is a price that you pay with taxes included, of course. Um, but other than that, like Gunspot is the place to go, and it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Make sure you're in a position to protect you and your family when danger arises.
0: Yesterday was National Signing Day for college football, and congratulations to all the guys who signed. There was one that was very popular yesterday, and we started to talk about it live and kind of shared our thoughts on it. Travis Hunter, the number one recruit in the nation, according to a couple of different sources, flipped his commitment yesterday to Jackson State, which really just erupted Twitter spaces and college football Twitter all over the place, Florida State fans trying to fire their coach already. I do think this is a very interesting watch, though, and a lot of people had some really good comments and quotes on it. I'm all about it, though, Like just to share my opinion on it. I don't care where this kid goes to play. It is his decision, and I would say that even if he were a Texas Mm -hmm. commit, he made a decision that he and his family feel like is best for them. And the rumors as of yesterday were that this was going to be a multi million dollar offer for him to go play football somewhere else, or that it was at least over a million dollars to go play football somewhere else. That can be life changing money. Could like, I be. That- <laughs> yeah, I don't know that that's like generational wealth, <laughs> but it could be. It could be a very good start. It could be a five it. year it be, generation change. Yeah, changed. depending on how you spend it or invest it. I mean, yeah. Or regardless, it's his decision. 100%. No one else should even like have an argument about it.
1: And the thing is, like, if you look at Florida State, it's like, how do you see this and not go, yo, we're willing to offer you the same thing? Like, you're Florida State. Right. You don't have any alumni or any other business tied with your university that could toss money at this kid. You thought yeah, I mean, you were just going to kind of slide on through with, like, yo, we're Florida State.
0: Yeah, I didn't look into it yesterday, but I did hear some people talking. Florida's NIL laws or rules, however you want to say it, are, were actually pretty bad. To where I think they were one of the states where if you made some money, you actually had to share it with your university. Jackson State, not one of them. Oh, wow. And so yesterday, the state of Florida was like quick into it. Like, oh, shit, we got to change this. Yeah. A little too late. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, a guy like Hunter takes advantage of Why it. Why
1: does you? it got to take something like drastic happening before like, oh, we should make a change.
0: Yeah. It's like, God. oh, this isn't affecting us. Oh, never mind. It is. Well, now you have let's
1: that do one it. asshole at the top. that's like, oh, man, like. <laughs> Maybe but we exactly. should change
0: this. You do. You have that, oh. that one prick who's like, no, this is, this is not the way we play college football. Oh <laughs> shit. We got to play college football. This way. <laughs> yeah. Let's do change things right now. And in a hurry, but I, I'm happy for the player to go yeah. get that Travis Hunter, I
1: believe is the name.
0: Travis. Number, Hunter. Yeah.
1: Number one corner. And, and you know, was it, how do you say it? Number one corner prospect.
0: Yeah. Recruit, recruit. in the nation. Thank you. And, uh, a lot of people were going after Doug Gottlieb yesterday, who, ah, it's whatever. I, I think it's funny when he talks about recruits making mistakes. When you got kicked out of Notre Dame for stealing yeah. credit cards. Who
1: was it the other day that you were going
0: after on Twitter? Gene? Gene Chizik was another one complaining. Yeah. I Yeah. There's a lot to, to You went in on that guy. Yeah, but yesterday, uh, Doug Gottlieb uh, had a tweet about him making a mistake and how uh, you know, Twitter's going off. What was the quote exactly? Now, Twitter celebrating a kid making an obvious mistake is hilarious, is what Doug Gottlieb said. I think anytime you have the opportunity to make over a million dollars, you should probably heavily look into that. And I think with this situation specifically, it is a little bit different because he was committed to Florida State, which used to be a really good football program. They went 5-7 and seven last year. Mm-hmm. So can we really look at Florida State and say, yeah, they are 100% better. This is a better situation than Jackson State.
1: And I mean, when you look at Florida State, that was almost 10 years ago with Jameis Winston. Yeah. In 2013. On this day, he won the Heisman in 2013. Yeah. I mean, So it's like since then, you have done nothing. And you went on a span there where you were undefeated for like almost two years. Mm-hmm. Won Under national Jimbo title. Fisher. Yeah. He's not there anymore. So
0: it's not even exactly. like they have the same coaching staff as before.
1: And, like, a lot happens in 10 years. Like, how in the world has you of Florida State not got this figured out? <laughs> I mean, or maybe they're just, like, a 10-year span type of team because weren't they good in the early 2000s as
0: well? They were good for a really long time um, before, from, like, the early mid-90s until Jameis Winston uh, under Bobby Bowden. Uh, they were one of the first teams to win a national championship with the BCS. Uh, so they were very good. But I do think with this kid, like, Looking at Florida State, yeah, you're probably pretty okay with it. But I don't think that he's making like a a mistake. We touched on it a little bit yesterday. I think it is going to be interesting in three years to view how the NFL views him, to look Mm -hmm. at how they view him. Because there are a lot of guys where it's like, oh, you're a small school kid. You're probably not going to get the same kind of attention. Or there's going to be a knock on you because you played at a smaller school. And that's just, I think that is a fact. But I also think on the other side of this, this could change recruiting. It could change the NFL draft and how we look at these players. This is the number one recruit in the nation. So I don't think he's going to be looked at as, Oh, you're a small school kid. I think a small school kid comes with the fact of like, Oh, you didn't get any looks from the big program. So you might not be that good. And that's not the case here. He, I mean, (laughs) he could have went to Alabama, LSU, Mm -hmm. anywhere he wanted. He just chose to go to Jackson state. So I, I do think that the NFL will view him a little bit differently. Assuming that he is an NFL player, yeah, I've seen the commercials on Saturdays. A lot of these guys commit to play college football; they're not going to make it to the NFL. So, like he he jumped on his opportunity right now to make money, and i I highly doubt he's going to look back at it in three years and say, "Oh, I really messed up. I should yeah. have went to Florida State, which is actually a pretty shitty program."
1: Here is a question for you: With the money that's being offered in these NIL deals, do you think it's given in like one large sum, or do you think it's broken up like a contract? it's like I over would, time, like this is like, you know what I mean? Like per month. This yeah, it's is still so new. I don't
0: know. I, I would think that a lot of it is probably just due on signing. Or a lot of the NIL deals that you see are like kids aren't exactly getting money. A lot of them are getting vehicles though. Yeah. And this one will be interesting because, I mean, it is it's Barstool money. Deion Sanders, what they call him yesterday, a content creator for Barstool mm-hmm. Sports. Probably had some communication with one hundred the guys at Barstool to be like, "Hey, let's sponsor this kid, make him a Barstool athlete." It's not cheating either; it's right there in the rules. Yeah,
1: and and like thought, if you get it from Penn Gaming, which is you know the pretty much the ownership of Barstool right now.
0: Yeah, I do think what could make it interesting is the fact that that is a gambling, like they're they're heavy yeah. into gambling, and how does that go with sponsoring a, an athlete? That's, That's where it could get tricky, yeah. but I mean, I, I don't think this kid's going to be out there like throwing games because who is <laughs> nil sponsorship is. Um, but Jimbo Fisher had a quote yesterday, and I heard it on the radio. I didn't see it, uh, but it was something along the lines of, "We've been paying kids for a long time, just no one talked about it." Which is one hundred percent. He said this? accurate. He said it. Holy shit! <laughs> it. It's right. Like, look at last year. Tennessee was handing out bags of cash in McDonald's bags.
1: Yo, here's Arby's, dog. 500K. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Or, you know, you look back at, like, Reggie Bush and Cam Newton. I had somebody share a tweet with me the other day in my DMs about what was his name, Joe McKnight, who was a running back for USC, he got drafted in, like, the third round by the Jets. And his teammates on the Jets joked around because he was getting it one day from a coach. He was getting yelled at. And one of the other teammates is like, hey, coach, you better calm down. He actually took a pay cut to come here. Because the USC was just paying kids left and right. Like, It's been happening. It's just all been under the table.
1: They said that to the coach? Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I do think he's right. It, Texas A&M landed the number one class in the country. So, yeah, they're cutting NIL deals. Everybody yeah. is. Texas is for sure. And that's where Gene Chiswick comes into it. I was going at Gene Chiswick the other night on Twitter, because he had an absolute garbage take. (laughs) And it was about the offensive lineman at Texas. And his quote was, every scholarship offensive lineman at the University of Texas will get $50,000 per year, not to mention the $200,000 education. And Americans are struggling to find $50,000 jobs to feed their children. Uh, What's next? It's a flawed system. What a just a bullshit tweet. Yeah, like, okay, Gene. Top to bottom.
1: What about you then?
0: Exactly. If you've you got
1: a head coaching offer for $10 million, uh-huh. you're saying no to that? Because there's other Americans out there that are struggling to get, like, fuck off, dude. How yeah. you you to say and look at these kids who have worked their butt off, get the opportunity to go to this university. If someone wants to give them that type of money, let them have the money. If someone wants to give me $50,000 to talk about something or play a sport, yeah, I'll take it. Thank you so much. Yeah. Muchly appreciated.
0: The coaches have been following money for Ever. Ever. Yeah. So now that you have kids doing it, everybody's up in arms about it. I, I think it's ridiculous. And especially He's especially
1: worried that there's going to be college kids making more money than him. I guarantee this is what it is right now. <laughs> right?
0: And he was at the University of Texas as a defensive coordinator. He took the Texas money. Yeah. And no problem being one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the country. Of course not. Where did he leave to go? Iowa State. And he goes to Iowa State, he won five games at Iowa State over two years and got paid a shitload of money and then bounced and went to Auburn. While at Auburn, paid Cam Newton. Like the price tag for Cam Newton was like $150,000. Ain't this the pot calling the kettle black? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's just such bullshit. So, like, maybe if some other coach would have said it, I I could have, like, let it slide. Like, it's whatever. You're old. You don't get it anymore. Not this dude, though. (laughs) <laughs> Not this one. Not when you're out there paying Cam Newton under the table. You can't talk about guys that are getting paid for name image likeness. I do think, though, uh, this will change college football recruiting forever. And even uh, Lane Kiffin was out calling it. Um, you know, we have free agency in mm-hmm. college football now. You're damn right you do. So you better adjust. And I love it. I, I could I'm just add another to
1: wrinkle to it.
0: Again, like, hey, as two Texas fans... We kind of benefit from it more than most. (laughs) Yeah, but also, I mean, look at the rankings. You see Texas A and M; they're out there. Like I said, their number one class this year. But I mean, they got a lot of money too.
1: Props to us for being a fan of a team that has a lot of money. If you're a fan of a university that doesn't have a lot of money, that's on
0: that's your decision. Uh That's on you. Or the fact that you know a lot of people did say, "Oh, the the big schools are going to dominate recruiting now." Like they haven't already. And last time I checked, Jackson State. That ain't a big school. (laughs) They are a smaller school. But they found the money to go get a recruit. There's a a will, there's a way. Yeah, I think a lot of these universities, they need to start analyzing it. They might need to get a cap guy.
1: Do you know what the difference is between this ordinary university and an extraordinary university? Just a little
0: bit of extra uh-huh. there and if
1: yeah. you can give that extra maybe you could be extraordinary
0: yeah and like i've always said like even looking at baseball sometimes these schools they're gonna pay the wrong recruit and they're gonna miss and be like oh shit we should have actually got this quarterback instead yeah. of that one.
1: and then they'd are like oh man we suck again Uh
0: huh. yeah i saw somebody quote yesterday um, a big budget can buy you all the groceries but it still takes a chef to make a meal you can buy anything you want if you don't know what you're doing with it if you can't develop these players it doesn't matter well, if I got a big selling? budget,
1: I'll tell you what, I'm buying an F and Chef too. <laughs> exactly. And he can make the meals.
0: And that's what these universities do. Yeah. Look at the coaching contracts that just came out in college football. In so much money. Yeah. But then you're gonna be upset that this kid's making fifty thousand dollars. You have a coach making ten million, and you're upset that some <laughs> offensive lineman's making fifty thousand
1: dollars. Like say, like they need to process it again. Like a student's making fifty thousand. This coach is making ten million dollars. <laughs> Yeah. I can guarantee you that coach spent $50,000 probably building an outdoor kitchen for this house in the middle of bumfuck nowhere in normal yeah. Oklahoma. It's the second house.
0: Yeah. I mean, even if you do like uh, Gene Chiswick was saying, like, the value of that education is $200,000. At the University of Texas, it's probably pretty close. So now he stays there for four years. $400,000 over four years, $100,000 a year. But you still have coaches that are making ten million. So shut the fuck up about <laughs> these kids making money. It's just, just say that you're like jealous or that you don't like the fact that kids are making money. Like nobody's stopping these TikTok kids from making money. Yeah, I can't tell you how many people I've seen online over the last year that will be like, I had this job making thirty-five thousand dollars a year, and I quit and made an OnlyFans, and now I make thirty-five thousand a month. Yeah, what no, and nobody's like, that's uncalled for, don't do it. Only they're
1: like, yo, what's the link, man?
0: No, you bastards yeah. are subscribers, <laughs> you know it, you know hey, you are, you creepy old off man. queen. If you can get that money doing that, hell yeah, yeah. Or if you're math, wish teacher, I could get <laughs> your money. That's like the one thing that you should let people do if they can make money, they're not hurting anyone else. No, you got to be 18 and over to subscribe to OnlyFans. Yep, I actually don't have an account on there, but I'll tell you, I do not either. I'll sell some feet picks if that's what the people are into.
1: <laughs> Which is also a very weird fetish.
0: I've God, never yes. understood that. I don't know. We gotta get Rex Ryan on the show and talk to him about it. Yeah, him or Aaron Rodgers. They're the the feet guys now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It is, yeah. Um, also, uh, one other thing that happened this morning: Eli Ricks, uh, one of the best corners in college football, was at LSU, and guess what? He transferred to Alabama. I don't know. I don't even know if that's an NIL thing. I think that's a. I want to play for the best coach in college football. And can't blame him for that. No good
1: decision on you. Now you're going to go make a lot of money. <laughs> that's the thing because you're the number one corner in your recruiting class. He yeah. was, wasn't he? I assume. So. And he played. He was a freshman all. He was like year. freshman
0: all-American. Yep, had a great – pretty much opted year.
1: out after the season when Coach O was fired. I think he was dealing with a bit of an injury too, right? And then. Yeah, Enter the transfer portal. Said that, that's what was reported, yeah.
0: Yeah, it might have just been like, ah, this season's over. My coach yeah. is gone. I'm done. I'm going to transfer. I saw the the Florida quarterback, too, Emory Jones, enter the transfer portal yesterday as well. But it was it's weird because he said he's also going to play in the bowl game. So he's going to play one more game for Florida, which I, I kind of respect that.
1: Yeah, my only thing is, like, how do your teammates respond to that? Like, okay, play one more game with us and yeah. then you're out. Or is it going to be like, a, cool. hey, this is a goodbye. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Totally get it. Probably. And I do think that he's probably respected enough within the locker room to be like, yeah, this is it for me, guys. And then um, I'm out. Because there are going to be a yeah. lot of other players that are not playing in that bowl game. There's a little bit of a, a quarterback competition in that locker room. So, I mean, I don't even know if he'll play the entire game or or what will happen with that. But I did think it was it's a cool move. I'll respect it if you want to play. Yeah. Whatever you want. Also, it's not my decision to make. So I don't <laughs> really care. I'm just going to be like, yep, yeah, this is what he's doing.
1: If you want to make boot. money at
0: Jackson State, you go make your money at Jackson State. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Uh, let's get to our next sponsors, though, and then another new segment for us. Uh, Club 609, a wonderful sponsor of ours, uh, home to the best happy hour in the world from 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock, home to the two-for-one drink specials where they bring you two drinks for the price of one. And a little heavy-handed at that particular establishment.
1: Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't hold back on the old liquor. no. Which is something I'm not going to complain about
0: because
1: I like it it a lot.
0: Sometimes you get two drinks for the price of one, but it really equals out to about three or four drinks. (laughs) So go check them out. Also, $2 draft pours at Club 609.
1: Yeah, next up, it is going to be downtown Lou. Be sure to visit them right here in the heart of Joplin. At first, in Main Street, they do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So, again, visit them at downtownloop.com for the fullest of services. It's not a matter if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change or your tire service. So, be sure you do that and get it taken care of from the great folks at downtown loop. Did you see our guy Marketer going at me last night on Twitter? Boy, did I. <laughs> he brought up the electric car. At
0: first, I was like, what the fuck did I do? Did it hit me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I had a tweet talking about, um, Electronic cars and um, student loans and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and of course, electric cars don't need an oil change, but however, they will always need uh, tires. So definitely go check out Downtown Loop. Whether you have an electric car or not, they've got tires and so much more at Downtown Loop. And now for a little bit of fun Christmas right around the corner. We are going to do a Christmas movie draft. So our top, I have five. We'll see if we can get to five. (laughs) Do you think you know 10 Christmas movies? Yeah, I know 10 Christmas movies. Yeah, you got a list pulled up. So do I. So like, no shame.
1: Yeah, thank you, Rotten Tomatoes, for the 65 best Christmas movies of all
0: time. I got the same list pulled up. (laughs) And even like planning the show, I knew we were going to do this. So I was like, what was the top movie? The top one that they have, It's a Wonderful Life. I've never seen it. I didn't know that movie. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I don't even know what it's about. I've seen the Gremlins. Batman is on here. Gremlins?
1: Gremlins. Batman Returns. That's number 34. I didn't know that was a Christmas
0: baby. Well, the number two movie, Miracle on 34th Street, I've heard of that one. Also, I've never seen it. Yeah, I just. Shit, I haven't seen the number three movie either. What is it? Holiday Inn. It was from 1942. Can we give me a list that was, like, 1980 and on? <laughs> I do when I was freaking alive. <laughs> even, like, I've seen some of the old ones. I get it. Uh, but there are a lot of movies on here that I have not seen. So I don't even know if this list is going to help me at all. But I will be a gentleman. I will let you have the first pick because I do feel like pff, you, might, you might need it.
1: Yeah, but this is also a great opportunity for me to just fuck it up. Right. My favorite, though, like, legit, my favorite Christmas movie – is Home Alone. Like That's that's it. I loved watching it. Every time it was on TV when I was younger, it was like, heck yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone 2, though,
0: that's still a Christmas movie. I think so. I know I've seen it, but I haven't seen it recently.
1: I think it's Home Alone 2 because that's where he goes to his uncle's house. And it's the whole scene where he walks, I think it's Marty, walks in the house, falls, gets elected. Is it still the same kid? Yeah. I think Home Alone 3 is maybe a different one. But... It is that one. It's Home Alone 2 because the part where he walks in the abandoned house and he's throwing bricks at him or he's walking across the floor and he drops into the bottom and he slides on the paint and then he gets electrocuted. It is just on a hilarious series. And Me and my little brother used to laugh so hard. We'd be crying. So is your pick Home Alone or
0: Home Alone 2?
1: Home Alone 2.
0: Home Alone 2 is on your list. Home Alone 2. Or Home Alone Dose. The original.
1: I mean, the original is good, but the second one is just fantastic. Okay. He's in New York.
0: You that leaves me a lot of opportunities here, too. But we're that's going fine. snake in this thing.
1: Oh, you bastard. You okay? I didn't feel like that's totally fair. That is fair. But see,
0: this is where I fucked up. You then. started with Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah, you fucked
1: up. I could have got that in the third. All right.
0: You could have saved that one for last. Uh, Home Alone 2 was not even on my radar. I had to ask you who played in that movie. Uh, my number one Christmas movie is Christmas Vacation. That's it has to be up there it's so quotable I watch it multiple times every December Shitter's full. I think I've already seen it three times this year really yeah and we're halfway through December I'll even watch it after Christmas like December 27th rolls around yeah I'm still watching Christmas vacation so it's number one for me I was a little worried that you were going to take that one at number one but you didn't because you went with Home Alone 2 well, I like Christmas Vacation, but like
1: I hadn't seen that movie until like five
0: years ago. So mm-hmm. I, it's hard to –
1: I mean I've been watching Home Alone 2 since I was literally like six or seven. Yeah. This so, next
0: one, everybody thought you were taking this one.
1: I really wanted to, but I thought
0: I could get it later because I thought you would hate this movie. I love this movie. I Son love Will Ferrell. Bitch. I'm taking Elf at uh, number two overall for me. Will Ferrell's great. And this is even a movie that like, I'll watch it with my kids. I, hell, I'll watch Christmas Vacation with them too. Though. <laughs> uh, but I think it's a good movie for all ages. Yeah. So it's Elf, a- it definitely, like it's right there with me. Sometimes it's, now it's close to one, but it's not ever one. Christmas I mean, we Vacation's the GOAT.
1: We can just go ahead and admit I don't fucked up. Like <laughs> this, this ain't going to get any better.
0: You can tell this is the first time you and I have drafted together on a podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm strategizing.
1: And I'm just going with my emotions. This is how you build a bad
0: team. Just emotional. <laughs> you're going to draft a son while you siding the this thing. <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, anyway, uh, you're up again, though. You get two in a row here on God. this snake draft of Christmas movies.
1: Well, i got to take some marks off my list here, you know what I mean? Because they're just no longer there. How about The Grinch? Wonderful pick. I yeah. love
0: that pick for you because I actually don't really like that movie. Which really? version of it? There's a lot. I don't want you to hit me with, like, The Grinch too, Like, you did Home <laughs>
1: Um, I think just the the Grinch and, like, just the, the first animation. the last Just the general season, story then, of yeah. it. Yeah. Because they've all been really good. Like, I don't think either of them have been bad. And the newer one I thought would be, like, awful or, like, super cheesy. And it was actually pretty good. I'll yeah.
0: Like I watched the new one, too. I, I do. Obviously, I have kids and talk about them all the time. Uh, that's one movie that I've watched. It was like, this is not too bad. And it is kind of a cool story. Uh, the Jim Carrey one that came out, I think when I was a kid or when I was pretty young, it was kind of creepy. Like watching him, it yeah. It's almost
1: like scary. When you when it first came out, it was kinda of like, ooh, this is kinda of tough. And then once you realize like, okay, da 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 da, it's fine, you're used to it, then you're okay. Uh, but Snake Jastle, I'm up again, correct? Yes, sir. Next up is the Santa Claus movie. I thought that movie You are a bastard. And the series
0: was fantastic. I didn't know there was a series. And it was like Santa Claus, one, two, and three. Oh yeah, I thought you meant like a television series. Oh no, <laughs> no okay. yeah,
1: like the trilogy.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Santa Claus is one of my favorite Christmas movies.
1: I thought those would get like worse as they went on, and they didn't. Like that was what another like one, two, three movies that just pretty much remained pretty good.
0: Yeah, I'm right there with you too. As a divorced parent, <laughs> watching those movies and hearing Tim Allen speak, it's like. It's me in real life. it 's going on. <laughs> yeah. Not so much anymore, but there's definitely a point in my life. Do you
1: ever where, wonder when you put lights on your house, like, am I about to turn into Santa Claus tonight?
0: No, but I do think about Christmas vacation every time I put yeah the lights up. <laughs> and it's like, is this ladder about to fall? Like, <laughs> what is about to happen? Yeah, or plugging it in and it doesn't work. That actually <laughs> happened to me. Like the first time I ever put lights up, it's like, oh shit, this is a real thing that people go through. I just literally had to flip a switch though, and they turned on. <laughs> So, I, you, uh,
1: I have gone with so my first pick was Home Alone 2. Okay. And then I came back around with the Grinch and the Santa Claus movie, um, one, two, and three. I'll just take the whole trilogy. Maybe that's what I should have done with my first pick is just Home Alone one and two. I mean, it's still out there. I could it. Are you going to take Home Alone one? I'm you saving gonna be it that for guy. Writer. All
0: right. Uh, I want to take this movie before it gets taken, and I want to talk about it. And that's the movie Die Hard. Yeah, I, I would let you have that one. Have you seen it? <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> yeah.
1: I've not. I've not seen that movie. Yet. Okay.
0: So a lot of people don't like, I feel like everybody probably likes Die Hard. A lot of people say it's not a Christmas movie because it's an action movie. Mm-hmm. I say it's both. It's a Christmas movie. And my whole argument to shut down that other argument is that if Home Alone is a Christmas movie, so is Die Hard. Yep. People say Die Hard's not a Christmas movie because it doesn't really revolve around Christmas and that you could make it any holiday. And it really fits. So it's not a Christmas movie because of that. I say that's where you're wrong. Or if you're going to tell me that Home Alone is not a Christmas movie because the McAllister's could have left town for any reason. (laughs) They could have went out of town for just a vacation. And that storyline still holds true.
1: And I also just want to know, what does this guy do for living to take his family on vacation? And And have that big ass
0: house in Chicago. Yeah. I think a lot of people are wondering.
1: I see the now? owner of Sears? Like, was it the Sears family actually? And they just <laughs> yeah. switched it up?
0: Yeah. So I like Die Hard and it comes in on the list for me as a Christmas movie. And like I said, I will not hear any talk of, oh, it's not a Christmas movie because of this. Is there a Christmas tree? Is Santa in it somewhere? It's a Christmas <laughs> movie. Then. And the next movie for me, I, I feel like I could have saved this one because I don't know if you would have thought about it, is The Night Before with Seth Rogen. Where they go out and they celebrate. It's pretty much like
1: um, mm, I was the thinking, hangover
0: but for Christmas.
1: So I don't think I feel like I've seen that movie, but I don't really remember. I was thinking you met the nightmare the nightmare before Christmas. Nah, you fuck that the movie. Nightmare. I don't
0: like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: for some don't. reason I thought that movie was cool as a kid, but then as I got like a little bit older with my younger siblings watching, I was like, yo, this is creepy as hell. Yeah. And that's when I was done with scary movies. Right, right then that, was, that was it for you. Legitimately, that was the start. But like, this is much. very creepy. Okay, like these ghosts just dancing and singing. Like I'm out. I don't do, I don't do musicals. No. Well, I unless it was high school musical and I got to watch Vanessa Hudgens, then I was all about it.
0: That's it was, about the only one that I liked. Well, there was another one that was really popular. I don't remember, but I can't. I can't do the musicals. Just talk to me. Don't <laughs> just to tell me. me what's happening. Like that movie A Star Is Born, where they're singing a lot. That's about as close as I get to a musical. Like with uh, Bradley Cooper, that's not a music. <laughs> exactly, that's a musical. not a musical. Yeah, just a They're just singing a lot. That's as close as I can get. <laughs> oh, that's <good. laughs> don't right, like that's musicals. A, you're oh, up again man. though, and you get two.
1: Um. So yeah, I get to end it out then. Um. So I'm gonna take Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yeah, buddy. And Rudolph off the Red Nose Reindeer.
0: I. I could have called that for you. I think I could have probably made your You probably top, could have. <laughs> except for Home Alone 2. It's held pretty true. So I, Rudolph just, and Frosty the Snowman. Right? Yeah,
1: these are the movies that like we would watch. Maybe this Man. is just like an emotional connection thing here to this. Because like every single one of these movies is like me watching them with like my little brothers and sisters.
0: You know, when I was little, I have three older brothers and they wouldn't let me watch like cartoons and things like that. Like I missed out on Power Rangers and like Barney
1: oh man yeah when
0: and a lot of things that other like kids my age were talking about at the time I was like oh, i haven't seen that and yeah. it was embarrassing for me at the time i'm gonna send them a thank you in the group text now <laughs> and be like, hey thanks for letting me watch die hard when i was little i didn't have to watch frosty the snowman oh
1: man we used to make like a big thing because like cbs would be promoting it for like a couple weeks I'd be like frosty the snowman and Rudolph Red those reindeer so we would like make it a big thing where we get like the hot cocoa you put the big marshmallows in it you have popcorn you
0: like the big ones
1: not, no, I, like, I not a the massive ones, but like, you know, uh-huh. sometimes when you come with hot chocolate, they'll put like the really small, mini ones that I like dissolve those. quickly. I do too, but they disappear too quick. So if you just, yeah. maybe I should just say marshmallows, like just normal ones. Yeah. It'd be like, we'd get to put those in there and it was awesome. Yeah. And that was about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and for me, like even some of these like traditional ones that you have, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph, I didn't really watch much of those. Yeah. Even hey. with the girl, even with your daughters? Not. Like you said, we're watching Christmas Vacation. Elf. <laughs> yeah, and I've been thinking, like, are yeah, they hey, ready my kids? To die are hard? Cool,
1: they're watching Christmas Vacation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're still pretty young, like seven and nine, but they're also to the point to where they like think cartoons are for little kids. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't watch these anymore. I'm too cool. It's yeah, like, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up. You're seven. You You've seen Family Guy? Still funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I say all the time. Is like there are cartoons made for adults like i'm not letting you watch big mouth on netflix but it's a cartoon it's definitely not for you so my last one that ended out though is just friends with ryan reynolds uh, which also Uh, like i don't even know if that one should count as a christmas movie if die hard and home alone are christmas movies so is just friends that's one that i watched uh just a couple weeks ago and forgot how funny it was
1: that's where he starts off as like the bigger friend and comes back right and is like
0: yeah okay so he was like fat in high school yeah gets teased a lot and made fun of then moves away gets in shape and comes back to get like his dream
1: girl or yeah. high school crash whatever and then does so yeah that is a good movie i think i saw that for the first time last year
0: yeah any first time last year <laughs> yeah we we always talk about how we're gonna make a list of movies for you to watch
1: Well, I mean, I went through a lot last year Mm -hmm. because you guys did put together like a mini list and then I went to Twitter and asked and I got a massive list there. There was at one point I spent like probably close to $60 on Amazon just watching movies really like that. I hadn't seen. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's tough out there and I get it. You are the oldest of your siblings. So you were kind of your parents went opposite of mine to where they were like the youngest gets to pick what we're watching and my parents were like, nope, the older like we're watching what we want. Yeah, it was definitely the baby.
1: And now she's a freaking brat and wonders why no one wants to hang out with her. I was like, because um, you freaking, mm, that's, that's yeah, strong time. words there. Uh, <laughs> just a little asshole, that's all.
0: A couple that we missed um, A Christmas Story, that movie with the kid that shoots his eye out. I hate I that movie. freaking cannot stand it.
1: It's so annoying. Like the fact that like, you're telling a story throughout the entire movie, like you're narrating your own self. Uh-huh. And it's just like, so, like, just let's, well, let us watch the movie, kid.
0: And I, I think it's just that the first time I saw it, like it was probably okay. But then there was a run where they were showing it like 24 hours straight yes. on some uh, channels. I never understood the hype of it. No. I remember hype. someone, um, there was
1: at one point where someone asked me, like, oh, you hadn't seen this movie. And I was like, no, they're like, oh my God, we have to watch it. And we started watching. I was like, this movie sucks. And they got like offended. Like, you don't like this movie? I was like, no, I don't care about this kid wanting a BB gun. uh, Shooting burglars, again, with a BB gun. I shot a bird with a BB gun and watched that fucker fly off like it was nothing.
0: When I was married, they were crazy about a Christmas story. And, like, they would quote it constantly. Like, we would go there for Christmas, and you couldn't speak to one another unless you were quoting that movie. Now, I know that I'm guilty of quoting movies a lot. Yeah, but, but like at the least good ones. Like good yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or they're funny quotes. It's not just like, let's see how many quotes we can get from the movie A Christmas Story. <laughs> I'm done with that one. We do that know.
1: with Christmas Vacation.
0: <laughs> Christmas Vacation, yes. I will quote it all day long. <laughs> um, anytime somebody is like, hey, where are you going to put that? Regardless of time of year. In my mind, I will either think it or sometimes say it, bend over, and I'll show you. <laughs> and that's A Christmas Vacation. Trip. But again, I love it. It's my favorite movie. I cannot believe you didn't you didn't pick it number one overall. But I feel be, like A Christmas Story is the one where maybe people would talk about it.
1: I'll be honest. With my first pick, I knew that you would really want that movie, so I didn't want to take it
0: from you. so I yeah, took that's where alone. you messed up. I play for keeps. That's fair. I don't do you any favors. That's, I know. <laughs> In a draft. <laughs> uh, that's... That's I'm not about well, that. This ain't life or death, though. If it was life or death, adios. Yeah, you would run. I would die. Fight or flight. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. You can let us know what movies we missed. I there are already people in the DMs saying that we missed some movies, but you can tweet at us at Miked Up. Let us know what are your top five favorite Christmas movies, or maybe even some movies that we missed, or how much you love Home Alone 2, and it's definitely the Worn to the first overall pick in this draft, that you great, went for Mayfield. That's what you did with your first pick.
1: No, 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 no.
0: <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it's not like a, it's not a quarterstone movie. I'll
1: tell you what I did. I went Peyton Manning with that. Where well, that first year you watch, like,
0: I don't know, I don't know, and then
1: over time, you're like, this movie
0: is a goat. See, I feel like Peyton Manning in Christmas Vacation would be the comp. Like, what's the football player comp for that movie? It would be Christmas Vacation. It's like, man, we knew it was going to be good coming in, but. It's actually really good.
1: Son of a gun! I'll tell you what though. The little list that I made before we did this, the only movie I didn't get was Elf. I got every <laughs> other movie on my list. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. I'm happy with my draft. This is something we can build the championship program with. This right. We Definitely. can go. We can go. You didn't even Super take list. Home
0: Alone one.
1: I just eventually switched to the Home Alone series because you didn't take Home Alone. <laughs> I'll give you so, all of them. Okay, there we that's go. Funny.
0: Hey, I'll give you the better. Number one pick, I got Home Alone, Grinch, Santa Claus, Frosty Snowman, and Rudolph. The only movie on my list that I didn't get was the Santa Claus.
1: i tell you right now. Just give me the Lombardi, bub. <laughs> right. Let us know how
0: we did today. in um, the show with our great sponsor, Roper Kia. Go in there. Mention us at mike Tup. They'll give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Big Country and I will be right here again tomorrow at 10 a.m., in the call in app. And we hope that you will join us.